without any further delay, it's time for the wonderful Lizard of Oz. By L. Frank Baum and me. Chapter 1. The Cyclone Dorothy lived in the midst of the great Kansas prairies with Uncle Henry, who was a father, sorry, a farmer, and Aunt Em, who was the farmer's wife. Their house was small, for the lumber to build it had been carried by wagon many miles. There were four walls, all right, a floor and a roof, which made one room. And this room contained a rusty-looking cooking stove, a rusty-looking cooking stove, a cupboard for the dishes, a table, three or four chairs, three or four and the beds. We just don't know about those chairs. Uncle Henry and Aunt Em had a big bed in one corner, and Dorothy had a little bed in another corner. There was no garret at all. I'm not sure what a garret is. Maybe, maybe that's a garage. Let me look it up here. Garret. A top floor or attic room. Oh, I was way off. A top floor or attic room, especially a dismal one. Cheers to that. <clears throat> there was no garrette at all and no cellar, except for a small hole dug in the ground called the Cyclone Cellar, where the family could go in case one of those whirlwinds arose, mighty enough to crush any building in its path. When Dorothy stood in the doorway and looked around, she could see nothing but the great gray prairie on every side. Not a tree nor a house broke the broad sweep of the flat country that reached the edge of the sky in all directions. The sun had baked the plowed land into a gray mass with little cracks running through it. Ugh. Even the grass was not green, for the sun had burned the tops of the long blades until they were the same gray color to be seen everywhere. Long ago, I lost my spot in the reading. This is not going well. Fantastic. <clears throat> but it is the lizard. The Lizard of Oz. Once the house had been painted... But the sun blistered the paint, and the rains washed it away. And now the house was as dull and gray as everything else. Blech. When Aunt Em came to live there, she was a young, pretty wife. The sun and wind had changed her, too. They had taken the sparkle from her eyes and left them a sober gray. They had taken the red from her cheeks and lips, and they were gray also. I started talking way too fast and realized this was a sad part. She was thin and gaunt and never smiled now. When Dorothy, who was an orphan, first came to her, Aunt Em had been so startled by the child's laughter that she would scream and press her hand on her heart whenever Dorothy's merry voice reached her ears. Ooh. And she still looked at the little girl with wonder that she could find anything to laugh at. Uncle Henry never laughed. He worked hard from the morning till night and did not know what joy was. He was gray also, so that has to have something to do with it. He was gray also, from his long beard to his rough boots, and he looked stern and solemn and rarely spoke. Well, I hope we're all having a good time with this book. Oh, it gets better. It, it was Toto that made Dorothy laugh and saved her from growing as gray as her other surroundings. Toto was not gray. He was a little black dog with long, silky hair and small black eyes that twinkled merrily on either side of his funny wee nose. <laughs> his wee nose! 
Toto, Toto played all day long. Dorothy played with him, and she loved him dearly. Today, that's how it's, it's like two-day. Today, today, however, they were not playing. Uncle Henry sat on the doorstep and looked anxiously at the sky, which was even grayer than usual. Dorothy stood in the door with Toto in her arms and looked to the sky, too. Aunt Em was washing the dishes. Seems a little, seems a little random there. Great storm coming. Aunt Em doing some chores. From the far north, they heard a low wail of the wind. <laughs> that's, that's the wind sound. Uncle Henry and Dorothy could see where the long grass bowed in the waves before the coming storm. There now came a sharp whistling in the air from the south. As they turned their eyes that way, they saw ripples in the grass coming from that direction also. Suddenly, Uncle Henry stood up. There's a cyclone coming, Em, he called to his wife. I'll go look after the stock. He ran toward the sheds where the cows and the horses were kept. Clump, clump, clumpy. That's the horse clumping along. Aunt Em dropped her work and came to the door. Uh, I guess that would be the dishes. Breaking. One glance told her the danger was close at hand. Quick, Dorothy! That's Aunt Em's voice. Quick, Dorothy! She screamed. Run for the cellar! Toto jumped out of Dorothy's arms and hid under the bed, and the girl started to get him. Aunt Em, badly frightened, threw open the trap door in the floor and climbed down the ladder into the small, dark hole. Dorothy caught Toto at last and started to follow her aunt. When she was halfway across the room, there came a great shriek from the wind. <coughs> is what I assume the wind would say. And the house shook so hard that she lost her footing and sat down suddenly on the floor. A strange thing then happened. So that wasn't the strange thing, the, the wind suddenly shrieking. Totes normal. Here's the strange thing. The house whirled around two or three times. Again, can which one? Did it spin two times? Did it spin three times? What? Why? Why does he not know? He wrote the story. <clears throat> like, like, is this is like a famous author? What is this book? The house whirled around two or three times. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say two. It seems, it seems more plausible. The, ho the house rolled around two or three times. The house rolled around two times. Dagnabbit. It went two. It went twice. And it rose slowly through the air. The house did. Oh, my. That is a strange thing. Let's be real. Dorothy felt as if she were going up in a balloon. The north, and south, the north and south winds met where the house stood and made it the exact center of the cyclone. In the middle of a cyclone, the air is generally still. But the great pressure of the wind on every side of the house raised it up higher and higher until it was at the very top of the cyclone. And there it remained and was carried miles and miles away as easily as you could carry a feather. 
so there's some good science for you. That it just like switched to Bill Nye in the middle there. We learned a lot. It was it was very dark and the wind howled horribly around her. But Dorothy found she was riding quite easily. After the first few whirls around oh, so there were a few which means there were three whirls around. Come on, get it together. After the first few whirls around and one other time when the house tipped badly, she felt as if she were being rocked gently, like a baby in a cradle. Toto did not like it. That's a, that's a fair opinion there, Toto. He ran around the room, now here, now there, barking loudly. But Dorothy, but Dorothy sat quite still on the floor and waited to see what would happen. Once, that's pretty reasonable, Dorothy. Once Toto got too near the open trap door and fell in. Oh. And at first, the little girl thought she had lost him. Oh, okay. He, Toto's okay. That was, that was quite a scare. But as soon as she saw one of his ears sticking up through the hole, for the strong pressure of the air was keeping him up, oh, so he could not fall. Science. She crept to the hole, caught Toto by the ear... Oh, that sounds uncomfortable. Uh, and dragged him into the room again, afterwards closing the trapdoor so that no more accidents could happen. Trapdoors, um, they're not all good. It's not all, it's not all roses with trapdoors. Hour after hour passed, and slowly Dorothy got over her fright. But she felt quite lonely. And the wind shrieked so loudly about her that she nearly became deaf. And the wind shrieking, so it's... Wind. You all know the wind. At first she had wondered if she would be dashed to pieces when the house fell. That is dark. Um, but as the hours passed and nothing terrible happened, she stopped worrying and resolved to wait calmly and see what the future would bring. At last she crawled over the swaying floor to her bed and lay down upon it, and Toto followed and lay down beside her. In spite of the swaying of the house and the wailing of the wind, Wind, I'm the wind. Wind. Uh, Dorothy soon closed her eyes and fell fast asleep. If I did have to make one change to this chapter, uh, instead of a cyclone, I would make it a storm, a winter storm. Um, that way it would be blizzarding. <laughs> You're welcome for that. Next chapter is chapter two, the council with the munchkins. Uh, I'm assuming the munchkins are going to be, are going to be munching on some food. Because that just seems like what they should be doing.